You just said seeing life through God's perspective. From God's perspective. From God's perspective. That's awesome. But this is what our journey yeah. is now. Welcome to today's teaching on Today Forward. As we understand all that God has provided for us, we can learn how to put our past behind us and move today forward. And now here's Mitch and Terry. Terry, we've been having some good discussion about spiritual gifts. We're trying to come to an understanding of what we really have now, what the Holy Spirit has given us. We want to become aware Paul states here in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1, that he doesn't want us to be ignorant. He wants us to be aware of what we have now through the Holy Spirit of God that lives in us, that was sent back to earth by Jesus. At Pentecost, the Holy Spirit fell, and because of that miraculous occasion, we now have the same Spirit of God available to us that was available to the apostles. Just reinforcing what you were saying to Luke chapter 3, verse 16, that the Holy Spirit was sent by Jesus. And John the Baptist is telling us this is going to take place. So in verse 16, chapter 3, John answers, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And this is really important to understand. Once we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, Jesus baptizes us in the Holy Spirit with power. And this is what we're wanting to discuss. We're wanting to discuss the gifts of the Spirit. And sometimes while we'll be discussing this, won't we, Tara? We'll, de- we'll even talk about the fruit of the Spirit. Because those qualities, those characteristics, all live within each one of us. That's our nature now. That is our true nature now. And we've been talking about the gifts of the Spirit, and we've covered faith, we've covered knowledge, and now we're going to cover wisdom. So I'm going to read from my ESV Bible because I like this translation a little better in describing the gifts of the Spirit and the power that lives within us. And you already alluded to 1 Corinthians 12, 1, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be uninformed. You're said ignorance. And that's absolutely true. Paul wants to tell us what we now have in Christ, the power that now lives within us. He wants to make us aware of what we now have. Paul prayed for believers all the time. Just thinking of Ephesians 1, where he prayed that the eyes of their understanding would be open. And I pray that today for myself, and so that I begin to grasp more and more of who God is. And that's what Paul is, is actually doing here, isn't he? He's going to open their eyes yes. to what they now have in Christ. And that's what we're wanting to do as well. We're wanting to open people's hearts and minds so they can receive revelation on their own. So they can come to the knowledge of the truth of how the spiritual gifts operate in our life, and why we have those gifts. So I'm going to jump down to verse 4 now. Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in every one. God is empowering us. It goes back to the Great Commission, doesn't it, Terry? Sure it does. 
Because that's what he told us to do. He said, go out into all the world and preach the gospel. I've Make disciples. Us. Make disciples. You're getting me all excited over here. <laughs> yes. He's empowered us. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For the common good, Terry. It's to build up the body of Christ, isn't it? That's it. It's to build up the body of Christ, and it's to reach the lost. And we need to keep this in mind as we discuss the gifts of the Spirit. For to one is given the, the utterance of wisdom which that's what we'll be talking about today, and to another, the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another, faith by the same Spirit, to another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another, varieties of tongues, and to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered again by one in the same Spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills, as the Lord wills. This is what lives within a believer, isn't it, Terry? That is a very key phrase there. It's as he wills. It's his power. It's his energy. And as he wills. And I want to jump down to verse 13, because this is very important to keep this in mind. For one Spirit... We were all baptized into one body. We all have the same Holy Spirit. Whether Jew or Greek, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one Spirit. This is what we need to keep in mind. We all have the same Holy Spirit living within us. There's no distinction, is there, Terry? We all have the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had within him when he was walking here on earth. And he demonstrated how we were to walk in the fruit of the Spirit and how we were to operate in the gifts of the Spirit for the common good, to build up the body of Christ and to reach the lost. We're all baptized in that same Spirit. You know, you talked about Luke 3 a little bit ago. I'm backing that up again with some more Scripture, but the Lord, I believe, prompted me to this. But it's in Acts, and the Lord is talking to the disciples before he went back to heaven. And he says here in Acts 1, 5, uh, John baptized with water, and not many days from now you will be baptized and placed in and introduced into the Holy Spirit. So that's all this is all about, is this introduction into the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that's what stuck out, that word there was the introduction. You're going to be introduced to the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're wanting to do right now, isn't it, Terry? Yes. Introduce folks into the understanding of what they now have in Christ. Because I believe there's been so many teachings on this that have been in error, maybe, because they have their own agenda. And what we're wanting to do is teach this from the standpoint of, I want you to receive your own revelation. Exactly. Because that's what we're doing as we're studying this and getting revelation. And as I prepared for this... I went back and read some things on the Holy Spirit that were written a hundred years ago. Mitch, it's the same Holy Spirit. It's the same Holy Spirit that came to the apostles on the day of Pentecost that was written about and talked about. But people can screw anything up. So we got in wrong teachings and all kinds of stuff. But now there's this to me it seems like it's come alive again or something has happened. Or maybe we're just teaching it again, but we're, we're building on that revelation that God has given to the apostles 
and all those who have come after him, who've sought the Holy Spirit, who have seen those things happen. And if, if we don't keep it fresh and in the forefront of our minds, it'll slide back. So I, I suppose that's what we're just trying to get ourselves to move and listen to the Holy Spirit and begin to understand all this that he has for us. And that's all we're doing. It sounds so simple, but <laughs> there's a lot to it. Everything we teach on, Terry, is a building block. Everything we teach is a building block to understand who God is and to understand how the gifts of the Spirit operate in our life and why they operate and why we have them inside us. It's all a building block. If we can keep this in mind, it's a building block for understanding who God is. That's why we have the fruit of the Spirit. We're going to talk about the word of wisdom now. Okay. The definition is seeing life from God's perspective, and that's just what we're talking about. God has instilled wisdom within us. There are several types of wisdom. There's man's wisdom, and there's world's wisdom, and there's God's wisdom. And until you're born again, you're going to be functioning in the way of the world with man's wisdom to try to solve problems. But God knows that man's wisdom is foolishness. We can always fall back into this, into man's wisdom, because we're in this, we're still in this body and we live in this, this fallen world. But we are renewing our mind to the Word of God. Now, just because we've read and studied Scripture doesn't mean that the world can't sneak up on us from time to time. But as we renew our mind to this Word, we can be better prepared for the battle. So that's why we want to bring these things out. And you read a definition of uh, the Word of Wisdom. I have one here. I, it says it differently, saying the same thing. The gift, we're talking about the gift, of the Word of Wisdom is a supernatural revelation of the divine purposes of God. It's for His purpose, His plan, that works through us. We always have to keep that in mind. Yes. It's as He wills. When we understand the reason we have the Holy Spirit of God living within us is to see life through God's perspective. That's why we have the Holy Spirit of God within us. This is why we have the fruit of the Spirit within us in Galatians 5, and 23. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, self-control, all those things, all those nine fruit of the Spirit that, that we read about. Then we have the gifts of the Spirit to operate, the spiritual gifts, the gifts that we cannot see because they're invisible. But it's a supernatural ability that we have within us to accomplish the task that God has for us here on earth. You just said seeing life through God's perspective. From God's perspective. From God's perspective. You go ahead and talk. I got to think about that one. <laughs> That's awesome. But this is what our journey yeah. is now. This is why he wanted to instill wisdom within us. I'm thinking of uh, Isaiah 29 verses 13 and 14. I want to turn to that real quick. Because God knew our condition, and what God was wanting to do was restore wisdom to man, to renew our minds to knowing God and life from His perspective. We're renewing our mind to what was lost in the garden? Yes, I think so. 
I think that's exactly what it is. And let me read this verse and we'll discuss okay. it. Okay. Isaiah 29, verse 13 and 14. Therefore, the Lord said, Inasmuch as these people draw near with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but have moved their hearts far from me, and the fear toward me is taught by the commandment of men. Man's wisdom. Verse 14. Therefore, behold, I will again do a marvelous work. And he did with our born again experience among this people, a marvelous work and a wonder for the wisdom of their wise men shall perish and the understanding of their prudent men shall be hidden. Terry, this is why we have this born again experience. I can't stress it enough. This is why we were born again by the spirit of God. He inserted wisdom in our life because he knew man's wisdom with foolishness was causing all these problems. And now by being born again, we're seeing life from God's perspective. And this is what we're wanting to do as we grow in wisdom. We're wanting the wisdom of man to fade away in our life. And we're wanting the wisdom of God to increase in our life. And we do this by reading the Word, meditating upon the Word. And the reason we meditate upon the Word is so we will get a revelation and an understanding of what we now have in Christ. The fruit of the Spirit that will change your mind, your way of thinking, your way of responding to things. You'll walk in love. You'll walk in joy. You'll have peace of mind. And then the gifts of the Spirit are to minister to others. But right now we're just talking about the wisdom of, of man and the wisdom of God to change our way of thinking. Very important point. And I was, that's what I wanted to talk about. Change your thinking because we've been taught so many things wrong, even about Scripture, but the outside world is, is just completely opposite of what the Word of God says. So you, you got to seek after God. you got to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. I was just thinking about this this morning, how the whole world is upside down from what God's plan was for us to begin with. His plan was always for good. And then he took care of Adam and Eve in the garden and, until they fell. But they were provided for. Now we've been reinstated, so to speak, as born-again believers into the kingdom of God. Why are we focusing on what we should eat or what we should wear or where we should go or what we should do? We can't do that in ourselves, in our fleshly realm. We need the Holy Spirit of God to lead us and guide us into all truth. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's where life is in this world. It's in Him and His plan for our lives. If we can come to the understanding that God is not here to punish us, He sent Jesus to save us, to spare us. I'm just thinking of the scripture that we just read in Isaiah 29, 13 and 14. I'm going to reinstate wisdom within you. And how is this accomplished? By your born again experience. This is why we now have the Holy Spirit of God living within us. It's not just to raise us from the dead. It will because it's the power of God. But it's also to help us in this daily life. So we can grow in love and joy and peace and all those things. And understanding who God is from his perspective. And so this is why we're wanting to grow because man's wisdom is foolishness. It's self-centered. It's selfishness. It wrecks lives. All those things. But God says you can have abundant life now 
if you begin to walk in the Spirit of God. This is what Romans chapter 8 is all about, is walking in the Spirit of God. But we have to understand the wisdom we now have in Christ. See, we've got it all messed up in this world. We're seeking our wisdom and then trying to work it out as our plan that God has for our lives. That's not right. God has a plan. You focus on the Word, all those things that, that are in the Word for us, His, His nature, His gifts, His promises. Then you move in what He's doing. What we're wanting to do is learn to hear from the Holy Spirit. We're wanting to have faith because we talked about faith. We want to have faith that I can hear from God. What I'm wanting to do is get a word of knowledge, receive a word of knowledge from God, and I know He's going to give me wisdom to accomplish this. This is how we're wanting to operate. And then, because it's His divine purpose— then it manifests from the supernatural into the natural realm. To do what? To promote the kingdom of God. So that people can become born again, and then the cycle of life can start all over. And they know God loves them. Yes. That's what we want revealed. God loves you. He understands your condition. He understands man's fallen nature. That's why he sent Jesus. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to save you. Jesus said that. I'm here to save you, not condemn you. I think that's in John chapter 12. I'm shooting from the hip here. So. How about how about John 3, 17? I just flipped okay. over here a little bit ago. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That'll work. That's what you're talking about. Yes. And if we can get this in our mind, it doesn't matter if you're a drug addict, a drunk, an adulteress, whatever sin you want to name. Religious Pharisee. Yes. <laughs> he whatever loves sin. us. He loves us. He sent Jesus. Now what he wants to do is for us to grow in the Spirit of God that lives within us so the fruit of the Spirit can manifest in our lives and the gifts of the Spirit. It's that simple. And we just need to focus in and receive this revelation. He wants to show us his divine purpose so that his love that is now in us flows out of us. I mean, how many ways can we say this, that we are Christ-like in our spirits, we're renewing our minds so that the physical realm comes along? Wow. That's it. <laughs> Sounds pretty simple, but once you begin to move this direction, um, we have a foe. He's a defeated foe, but he wants us to get our thinking off of the supernatural realm and get us all caught up in the world and the natural realm. So therein lies the battle. Okay, so we've talked about man's wisdom. Now let's introduce him to the gift of the spirit of uh, wisdom because God has inserted us within us to accomplish a certain task. The gift of the word of wisdom is the application of knowledge. That's why it's so important to understand this is a building block. Mm. And when we talked about knowledge last time, we have to understand we hear from God, and the definition of knowledge is hearing from God about things in your life, about things in someone else's life. He gives you this ability as He wills. We have to remember this all functions through the Holy Spirit as He wills. He'll give you a word of knowledge about a person, place, thing. He's wanting to reveal something to you. And even when He reveals something through you through a word of knowledge, He will not always 
give you the full revelation of it. We just need to keep that in mind as well. So we receive a word of knowledge from God. So the gift of word of wisdom is the application of knowledge that God gives you. The word of wisdom is seeing life from God's perspective. And this is how you know you're hearing from God. This is why it's so important to be growing in the fruit of the Spirit, because this is God's perspective. This is who He is. This is the character of God. And He's going to function within this realm. This way you know whether it's from God or not. All done in love. That's it. It's amazing. The gift of the Word of Wisdom is also the revealing of prophetic future. It is speaking hidden truths of what is not known. Now, we're not talking about taking away from the Bible. We're not talking about adding to the Bible. We're talking about receiving information about a person, a place, a person's circumstances, because God's wanting to reveal something to you to get you to respond in a certain way, isn't he? Exactly. God gives forth a small segment or portion of information from his vast storehouse of wisdom. That's what this is. It has to do with that which is unborn of the future. This is something that's not known yet. Something that's going to happen. That's this word of wisdom, if you want to really define it. And this goes back to what we've also been teaching on. We like to remind listeners about in ourselves. The Holy Spirit is doing edification, exhortation, and comfort through knowledge and through wisdom. To build up the body of Christ is to warn the body of Christ. All those things. So we want to keep this in mind as we're studying this. The gift involves having a sense of divine direction being led by the Holy Spirit to act appropriately in a given set of circumstances and rightly applying knowledge. The gift of wisdom is the wisdom of God. That's what we need to keep in mind. Right from the very beginning, seeing life from God's perspective. This is wisdom, and this is how it operates. When you begin to grow in the fruit of the Spirit, you're gaining God's wisdom. You're growing in His wisdom and His knowledge and His understanding. For the gift of wisdom of God is a supernatural imparting facts. It is not natural, is what they're saying. It's giving us facts. It's telling us something. You know what I'm thinking of right off? And that's when Peter, in Acts chapter 10, he received a word of knowledge from God. He receives this vision that three men were going to come to see him to go to visit Cornelius. So he was operating in the word of knowledge at that point in time. But God gave him the wisdom on what he was to do later on. He revealed it to him. He walked by faith. So it goes back into this supernatural gift of the spirit of faith. Peter walked by faith what God instilled in him. He believed what God was telling him and walked in this realm. It was God's divine direction, and he reacted to it. By faith. By faith, yes. And it operates the same way today. The gifts of the Spirit are still in operation, and it's learning to hear from the Holy Spirit, renewing your mind to what you now have in Christ. The whole point of our teaching is that because people got away from learning about the Spirit of God, flowing in those, they somehow dump them off. And if you don't know what you have, you're not going to be able to operate in those things. Well, Terry, don't you think over years we quit walking in the Spirit and we started walking in the flesh? It's always man's tendencies. Because I'm reminded of Romans 8. 
to be carnally minded is death. This is what Paul is always trying to emphasize, is the fact you need to learn to walk in the Spirit of God in order for the gifts to operate, because otherwise you're going to start relying upon your wisdom, thinking I can solve this problem for the church, I can solve this problem for man, I can do it all. And you're not really relying upon hearing from the Holy Spirit to solve problems. And the more we operate in the flesh, in our carnal thinking, the spiritual gifts will begin to fade in your life. The more we're going to walk away from them. Yes. Because, well, that didn't work. That guy gave me a word of wisdom. Wasn't even right. Wasn't even close. You know, and sometimes people miss it. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, because of ignorance and not knowing the gift and the, you know, the divine purpose that God has for this gift, man messes it all up. But it's the spirit now that we're trying to get people to focus on, the spirit of God in them that wants to lead you and guide you in all truth. And Scripture tells us that the gifts are for everyone because it's the same Holy Spirit. We started with that. It's the same Holy Spirit that fell on the apostles at Pentecost, that Paul operated in, that Peter operated in. It's the same Holy Spirit that's alive in us today. But if we don't know who he is, what he brings to the table for us, so to speak, we're not going to be able to feed ourselves with it. It's like having this giant feast before you and don't know that it's food. And this is spiritual food for our spiritual bodies is what we're looking into here. And Paul, from the very beginning, in the first verse of chapter 12 of Corinthians, I do not want you to be ignorant of the spiritual gifts that live within you. Because there's a purpose for the spiritual gifts living within you. It's that seeing life through God's eyes that you were talking about before. Closing our eyes to this physical realm and waking up to the spiritual realm, the things that God has for us. And I know we're talking about the spiritual gifts, but it all begins with that love relationship that he has with all of mankind that he has for us as individuals, but for everyone. It's just, it's so big. It's becoming more real to us. And hopefully as people get into the word of God themselves, they're going to say, wow, this is really for me. It's really for today. I can do this. I can become a disciple. I can learn to love like he loved. That's right. Terry, we're wanting folks to receive this revelation of the spiritual gifts that live within us so they can move today forward, so they can understand they have been empowered to have victory in their life. They've been empowered to reach others. They just need to meditate upon this and get a revelation. It is the same Holy Spirit that lived within Jesus lives within me because Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to us.